No, I'm not thinking about concession speech or acceptance speech yet. Uh, hopefully, we'll be only doing one of those two. And you know, uh, winning is easy. Losing is never easy. Not for me, it's not. that son of a bitch off the field right now out he's fired he's fired but while i may be the first woman in this office i will not be the last it's time because every little girl watching tonight Sees that this is a country of possibilities. And it is now my great honor to introduce the President-elect of the United States of America, Joe Biden. People of this nation have spoken. They've delivered us a clear victory, a convincing victory, a victory for we the people. We've won with the most votes ever cast on presidential ticket in the history of the nation. 74 million. Tonight, we're seeing all over this nation, all cities and all parts of the country, indeed across the world, an outpouring of joy, of hope, renewed faith in tomorrow, bring a better day. And I'm humbled by the trust and confidence you've placed in me. I pledge to be a president who seeks not to divide, but unify. Who doesn't see red states and blue states, only sees the United States. I work with all my heart, with the confidence of the whole people, to win the confidence of all. I'll have the honor of serving with a fantastic vice president. We just heard from Kamala Harris. Who makes history as the first woman, first black woman, the first woman from South Asian descent, the first daughter of an immigrant ever elected in this country. What is going on, Party Crashers? This is Jerry Jones. Welcome to not just another episode of The Uninvited. Welcome to the 2020 election special, or shall I say, post-election. I didn't think I was ever going to get to say post-election because this was like, oh my gosh. This was like The Irishman. Like if if the election were a Netflix film, it would have been it would have been the Irishman. But thank you for joining me for this special episode of The Uninvited. However you found this, wherever you found us, I am over the moon that you did. Please do me a favor, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show so you don't miss another one of these fine episodes. And if you should give us a rating, please give us a five-star rating because a four-star rating, you know, 
feels like love and you know no wait i'm <laughs> this is this is this is election week no sleep five star ratings feels a whole lot like love four stars feels like the friend zone and anything less than that feels like the dumpster fire that is and soon to be we'll be able to say was the trump presidency where are we at we've got what 72 72 more days huh do you all feel different right now? Because I feel totally different. I <laughs> I feel like the way I felt when I started keto the first time <laughs> and lost a lot of weight. And the last four years feels like that period of time. Oh, that's right. That period of time during the presidency where I was so stressed out that I was really kind of sometimey on keto. Gained a good portion of that weight. Back. Well, not a good portion. More than enough. Too much. And now I feel like I feel like I did back in uh, when I first started keto. The weight is off. Guys, we fucking did it. Excuse my French. I know it's a family show. But we fucking did it. Biden, Harris, you heard it. Um... We have, this is historic, this is historic leadership. Senator Harris, first woman ever to be elected vice president, first black woman, first South Asian woman. Um, and Senator, uh, Vice President Biden, soon to be, oh, I'm sorry, President-elect Biden, and I should say Vice President-elect Harris. This is going to take some time to get used to. Um, you know, and Joe oldest person ever elected to the office of the presidency of the United States. Um, Pennsylvania. <laughs> you know, there were so many things. I, you know, I, I wanted to include, you know, so it's interesting. I was talking, um, talking with Ted. Shout out to Ted. Ted um, uh, owns Room 39. Um, you know, it's the little restaurant that could, you know, this has been really tough. This period of time, I, I know that's like the understatement of the year. I don't know if you've seen the meme. <laughs> you've seen the meme of Dog the Bounty Hunter. It's a picture of Dog the Bounty Hunter. And, you know, it's just a quote saying, 2020 has been really tough on all of us. And they attribute the quote to Taylor Swift. <laughs> I mean, it's been that kind of year, but Room 39 is uh is the the little restaurant that could um you know and and i you know i don't i don't go to especially during the um uh, the pandemic yeah i don't go to other restaurants um you know i will order carry out from succotash shout out to succotash shout out to beth barden um uh, beth is my homie um succotash also a little restaurant that could uh, doing all sorts of amazing stuff, feeding um, frontline health workers at Truman Medical Center, taking care of her staff, staying open when who knows how, making a way where there is no way. And I was talking with Ted yesterday at Room 39. I was actually there when the news broke that Pennsylvania had called the race and thus the election for, for Joe. And Ted's like, so... I've been waiting on the show and I'm like, well, my plan 
was to do my regular Wednesday night show because I'm like, you know, certainly by Wednesday night, we will know who the president was. And I didn't go into this completely naive. You know, the president, soon to be former president, had indicated that he was going to do whatever he could to throw a monkey wrench into the whole into the whole thing. And we we knew that we probably wouldn't know on Tuesday night, but I mean, certainly by Wednesday night. And then Wednesday became Thursday. Can someone, has Nevada, has Nevada started counting? Uh, no, that's right. All right, so I was out a little bit. I, I was driving, driving to and from Iowa. And so it's so interesting how, how Nevada basically took Tuesday night and all of Wednesday, and it looks like part of Thursday off, right? And I don't know if 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 they were, you know, if they were hitting up, you know, the buffet at the Rio. I don't know what they if they were day drinking. I, I don't know what they were doing, but they if they managed to to call it for Joe. I'd miss I I I didn't get to see that live, but Nevada was wow. I mean you know, I'm a procrastinator, right? I The thing I love about deadlines is that once I have the deadline, I know how long I can wait before I need to get it submitted. Nevada was operating on that same way. But man, Pennsylvania, and, and specifically the city of brotherly love, can we, can we um, evolve that? Can we evolve the city of brotherly love to be the sit this city of brotherly and sisterly love? Plenty of sisters, and I will say, this goes for Philadelphia, it goes for Detroit, it goes for Milwaukee, and it sure as hell goes um, to Atlanta as well. But when you look at Philadelphia and you look at these major metropolitan cities that are I don't want I, I can't say that they're predominantly black but they are largely black um, very civically engaged not only black but civically engaged black folks in these cities not only did black folks and indigenous folks and Latinx folks and 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 white folks who have not been zombied is that the is that the verb? I don't I've never full disclosure. I have never seen a full episode of The Walking Dead. And when I say I've never seen a full episode, I actually only saw I think the most I've ever watched at one time was probably 20 minutes or so. And I think I may have covered this in an earlier pod, so forgive me. But the one episode that I saw the most of was apparently the one that pissed a lot of people off. This is probably three years ago. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, but that really, really handsome guy. You know the guy I'm talking about that's really handsome. Uh, but apparently he was beating people to, to death with, um, with a, a baseball bat with barbed wire or something. Anyway. Um... But for those, for white people that have not been zombied or who have not, you know, drank the, the Trump Kool-Aid, like what, what a, uh, what a coalition, but specifically, you know, black, indigenous, Latinx, people of color, 
not only did we deliver the presidency for um, uh, president president elect Biden and vice president elect Harris, we actually saved the democracy. And the world has taken notice, but but specifically, I would say the, the women. And I, I know I've talked about this before, but man, the sisters really did step up, and and they won this. They won this thing. And can I just give a shout out to Stacey Abrams? I'm sorry, Queen Stacey Abrams. I feel like she should be knighted. Or something. I feel like the Queen of England should knight Stacey Abrams, right? Um, what what she was able to do in her pain and her struggle. I know we talked in an earlier episode about how her 2018 gubernatorial um, candidacy was stolen by the now governor and then Secretary of State Brian Kemp, and for her to dedicate herself for these last two years. And I will say the last two years plus, because there's 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 more to do, clearly, 800,000 new voter registrations in two years. That is going to swing the election in Georgia to uh, President-elect Biden. But, man, but we, we saved our democracy in the world. I think, was it Macron? Uh, Prime Minister Macron? from France that just tweeted out, welcome back America. Uh, the German magazine has this, uh, this image of, of, of Biden with the, the, the head of the, the uh, Statue of Liberty and he's placing it back on and they're like, it's make, make America great again. Uh, many of you have celebrated. I, I saw many a bottle posted on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. I've seen my friends on Instagram out there um, in Philadelphia. Shout out to Whitney. Um, shout out to Whitney Bookman, um, who is a fantastic organizer. I saw her out there um, celebrating. Uh, I know did a lot of good work um, on this campaign. Shout out to my homie, Date M, uh, who was running phone banking, text banking. Kara Werner, shout out, doing... I mean, I swear to God, Kara, I think, phone banked for every Democratic candidate, not only in the state of, of Missouri and state of Kansas, but I feel like every candidate um, out there. But yeah, but Ted's like, when are you going to do the show? And I'm like, well, I'm going to do it as soon as we know a winner. And probably seven to eight minutes later, um, shout out to Andrew, I was talking with Andrew, and we were just kind of wondering like, hey, because um, there was some, by then there was something in the air. And so I'm here in Kansas City and it was already perfect weather. So I'm sitting outside having a conversation with Andrew. I'm like, yeah, well, we, we'll probably know something tonight. And and then I, I get the text from my brother, who my, my brother, shout out to my brother. Uh, this is all about shout outs, I guess. <laughs> my brother, David. Um, apparently, in, in my life, I feel like my brother is the one who, who provides the breaking news to me. Uh, it was, I would have been back in, that would have been 2009? 2009, uh, he's the one that broke the news to me that Michael Jackson had passed. 
Um, and he's the one that broke the news to me that Joe had just won Pennsylvania and uh, thus uh, the White House. And I, you know, and I was, I got to, I got to break the news to, to everybody at Room 39. It was great. It was a great feeling. And just here, like, this feels like, does this feel like 2008 to you? It, 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 I, 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 it's different. I'm going to say for me, I don't want to say it feels different or better. It does feel different. Um, the feeling that I had when, when Obama won the 2008 election was pride, was joy, like this feeling that we have turned a page. Oh, how wrong was I about that? That we had turned a page on 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 race relations i guess we did turn the page except we didn't realize the page that we were was turning to was kind of like giving us the um the prologue of how we wound up where we got because you know our, our president reveres andrew jackson who's the most murderous president in the history of uh of our nation um so that felt it was joy. This feels like vindication. It feels like relief. It feels like, man, we're not fucking crazy. Um, and I don't know how you feel. But that, that's, that's where I'm at because I was starting to feel as if we were about to sign up for four more years. And I do believe, I truly do believe that the rest of the world was fully prepared to disavow us from the UN Security Council, from the G8. I mean, we decided that we were, that we were going to be citizens of the world. And... Uh, and I and look, I know that I I know this this is going to be a shock to you. I do have friends who are Trump supporters, and my whole my whole thought process on that is that I when once you're a friend of mine, you're a friend of mine for life, and I will not I will not cut you off despite your whatever your political beliefs are. I just don't. That's just not me, um, and I know that some of them are really feeling down, really feeling a sense of loss. I, I will tell you, I picked up carry out. This is on Friday. Picked up carry out from Italian Delight. For those of you in Kansas City, y'all know Italian Delight, especially those of people of a certain age who grew up with Italian Delight at Indian Springs. Shout out to the dot. Shout out to KCK. And, um, you know, I could see, you know, people pulling up, you know, as I'm in my car waiting to go in to get my food, I, you know, I could see people, they pull up, they go in and all of them had long faces. All of them were white, but all of them had extraordinarily long faces. And the same thing when I, I ran to the bank, you know, there was a guy just in a, in a pickup truck in the, in the line next to me. And he was just despondent. You could see that, you know, it was just this, this sense of resignation. And I'm like, I, I know that look. I know that look. That's the look that, that 
that I think most of us had when we had learned that Trump had won the 2016 I'm sorry, when Trump was awarded the 2016 election. I know that look. And what I just want to say to, to my friends who are Trump supporters is suck it the hell up. You, you know what this has been. There is no, there's no illusion as to what this, this, these last four years have been and what this presidency has been. And there are 70 million of, of them who signed up for more of this, who chose, who decided that they wanted, they wanted more of what they've seen over the last four years. And so there is no, so there's going to be, I will just say this right now, there's going to be calls for civility. There's going to be calls to, we need to understand. I'm like, no, we don't need to understand what we need to do right now is to stop them. And so the way we stop them for, for good, well, not for good, for at least the next two years, is that we have to get those two Senate seats in Georgia. Raphael Warnock, John Ossoff. Uh, I'm, this is just going to be my, I'm just saying, if, you, if you're listening to this and you are excited, as excited as I am about a Biden-Harris administration, then... We have, there, there are a few options here, especially for those of us who do not live in Georgia. A, we can donate. Uh, go to Act Blue. That's, that's what I use, go to Act Blue. If you, if you have it to donate, and I get it, the times are tough. Uh, but if you have it to give, Act Blue. I'm sure that that's probably front and center in their landing page to support Warnock, Ossoff. And I would say phone banking, text banking is the other thing. I mean, as we see that there was a record turnout in Georgia, we're going to need as much of that as possible turning out in January uh, for that race. So there's more work to do. But I would just tell the Trump supporters is like, look, you know, thanks to us, we still have a country. Thanks to us, we still have a democracy. Thanks to us, us being Democrats us that voted for Biden, not just Democrats, but uh, Republicans. Shout out to the Lincoln Project. Um, you know, it. it's interesting that the Lincoln Project, by the numbers, didn't move, didn't move Trump supporters that much. Um, even though I will say that Trump did bring in new voters but I do believe, I do believe that the Lincoln Project solidified support from independents, from undecideds. And I, I think the Lincoln Project actually did a lot to motivate folks who maybe just weren't interested in the, the, the process and got them involved. So shout out to the Lincoln Project. I'm sure the Lincoln Project is going to be huge in the two runoffs uh, that, we have, that we have in Georgia. Didn't want to get too much into the weeds of that, but I just thought I would share that with you all. But there are there is work to be done. Um, so the question that I have now, like how do we how do we move forward? Where do we go from here? There was an urge track. Um, I don't know how many of you I've been listening to the urge all weekend just because um, you know I'm having a, a midlife 
<laughs> and so, no, but actually kind of like just hearkening back to the days when I was younger uh, and angrier and probably a little bit more involved. But where do we go from here is like one of the tracks that I, I love from The Urge. One of the best shows I ever saw, what they played, what was the festival? UKU folks could, can, um, you fellow KU folks can, can check me out at, um, it's like at Clinton Lake and it was the urge. I think it was the urge 311 Reverend Horton heat. For some reason, I don't know why the Reverend Horton heat sat really, um, stands out to me. But, you know, I, I'm just, I, I'm bringing, I'm bringing up, I think I'm bringing up the festival because I'm like, now that we have a, a Biden-Harris administration that I think we are probably a good year, maybe a year and a half, in a year and a half, like legit work in a year and a half, we can go back to festivals. We can get all the posers, we can start going back to Coachella, you know, all the people who don't like to bathe can go to Bonnaroo. And, uh, yeah, we get our festivals back, you know, all the, 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 the people who have made South by not cool, um, will be back at South by, um, can I give shout out to Midwest music foundation, uh, apocalypse meow, uh, 13 was last night to raise money for Abby's fund. Um, it is not too, not only is it not too late, we've, you know, you can give the entire month, go to Midwest music foundation. Or look up Apocalypse Meow or Abby's Fund. You Google any of those. Uh, providing um, financial support for musicians in Kansas City who have, you know, unexpected um, health bills. And when you're a gig worker in this economy, it's uh, health insurance is hard to come by. And especially for musicians because there are no gigs. <laughs> there are no gigs to be had. So please consider supporting the Midwest Music Foundation. Um well, the Abby's Fund through the Midwest Music Foundation. But shout out um, um, to the entire team there. Um, shout out to Rhonda. Sh shout, out, shout out to Sandra. Um, people who knew Abby the best, loved her the most, are carrying on her legacy. I didn't get an opportunity. I know I'm rambling. Sorry. I, but I'm bringing up the healthcare because because we have a Biden-Harris administration we know that not only will the ACA be protected it's going to be improved and I'm just thinking about all the things like folks I think because we're going to be able to do festivals and we're going to have stuff like healthcare, like I think we're going to be able to travel again we're going to be able to shake hands we're going to be able to hug again won't that be nice won't that be nice I don't know look I, I I could just go on and on and on. But I just want to end this by saying how proud I am of each and every one of you who made this happen. And I'm excited for the fruits of your labor. You've earned this win. You've earned the right to celebrate uh, I, I didn't get to celebrate, uh, yesterday, so I, I do plan on celebrating today. Uh, as soon as I <laughs> wrap this thing up, I'm going to be making a couple of mimosas and, uh, I'm going to get ready for the chiefs game. 
today. And yeah, I'm just going to bask in the fact that we live in a democracy and that because we made the decisions that we made as a country, we can begin to actually do the work of repairing all of the divisions that we that we created under this administration and that we can begin to heal and deal with the things that we truly need to deal with. Not only do we have to deal with COVID, but we've got to address the structural racism. We absolutely have to. Those two things go hand in hand. And so I'm excited for what the next two to four years looks like under this administration. We've got tons of work to do, but today, today is not the day for that. Today is a day for celebration and reflection. Um, I love you all. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for, 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 for sharing your time with me. And I, I, I have never been more excited to be able to say I will catch you on the flip side of the next episode of The Uninvited. Um, be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. And uh, peace. Jimmy Clark Whoa. in the basement.